Previously on Ars Paradoxica. Our coroner pulled a 45 round out of Quentin's chest. A pistol? The only other explanation I can think of is a magic bullet. You killed my husband. Listen, what happened is what happened. Why can't you take this seriously? She just wanted her husband back, and now she's why he's gone in the first place. By all estimation, it's an event loop now. But after all of that, who fired the first bullet? Quentin Barlow doesn't exist. You didn't exist before 1943. Whitman, this isn't what it looks like. It looks to me like you're a spy. Louis Gaines speaking. Hello, I'm calling from Evanston. My name is June Barlow. Dear, may I ask you something of a personal nature? Vicky, four years and you still ask permission. I know, but you can be quite reserved about some things. The past is the past and all that. You're about looking towards the future, but that's what I'm asking about. Go on. I get the sense that you're not sticking around for much longer in Carlsbad. Lord knows you've overhauled the perfume counter, but this was all just you biding time for something, isn't it? Oh, Vicky, it's not like that. Carlsbad was good for a while, but I've been saving up and I think I need to move back to Illinois, where there's some real greenery. I'm tired of seeing the New Mexico sun on my doorstep. Look, you're a tough woman. And if you think that you need to get out of here, well, I'll miss you, but I support you. Promise to send me a postcard from every rest stop so I know that some hitchhiker didn't try to murder you on the highway. Please, as if I'd ever give a lift to a hitchhiker. <laughs> And uh, as, a, as a last request, Alice, could you... I feel a little silly saying this in case I'm wrong, but I was wondering before you left... What's your real name? Vicky, I... It's June. June Barlow. Excuse me, miss? Yes? Oh my god! Oh there! Nearly decked me! Quentin? Here, let me grab that for you. And the name's not Quentin. I'm Ben. Ben Quigley. Apologies for startling you, ma'am. I was wondering, well, hoping, really, if you happen to be heading northeastward on 66? Most people around here are usually heading the other way. I'd pay for gas and maybe a hot meal for the favor. Well... Um, give me a minute. Sorry about that again. Didn't want to scare. No, it's fine. Woke me up better than the coffee-flavored sludge they had at the motel. Where are you going? I'm heading up all the way to Illinois. Pretty far for a lady such as yourself. I get by fine. I don't doubt it with an arm like that. To be honest, I'm not too sure where I'm headed. Well, Quent... Ben? Um, why don't you tell me about it in the car? Thank you kindly, ma'am. Oh, I never caught your name. June Barlow. 
Barlow. That's a nice name. After I got back, I thought about what I wanted to do, and it was one of those cheesy moments when I was stargazing and thought, I'd like to go there next. Where? T to space? Yeah, space. Like, have you ever read Jules Verne? Or see the Frenchman's picture about it? La Voyage dans la Lune? Now, I don't know about getting to the moon, but I'd like to at least get to space, you know? <laughs> so what's a spaceman doing in my car, then? Figured I'd get to know the country, get to know the planet a bit better before I try leaving it. All these scientists and G-men, I don't think they spend enough time around the people and places that they're affecting, you know? Acutely. And if I'm gonna help get America to space, then I want to get to know her a bit better. Brainiacs like me shouldn't stay in their ivory tower. Not many people think like that, Mr. Quigley. And I think that's a right pity, Miss Barlow. Now that I'm done in Carlsbad, I thought I'd go back to where I grew up. I've got the beginnings of a project in mind. It's late summer now, but oh, you'd love it in the fall, Ben. With all the leaves and the air just feels fresh. Nothing like the dead orange air of New Mexico. I love this song. I know. You do? I mean, I know. It's a great song. Can't go wrong with the classics. Could you turn it down a little, though? It's hard to talk over. I didn't realize you wanted to keep talking. You're an odd woman, Miss Barlow, but I do enjoy talking to you. Call me June. As you wish, June. I know The Invisible Man Returns isn't the best, but oh, it was so fun! But did you see The Invisible Woman? How could I, if she's invisible? Where have you been hiding a sense of humor? You seem to bring it out of me. Well, I really hate to say it, but I think this is my stop. Maybe we could grab another meal at Diamonds? I heard they rebuilt it just last year. I'd really like to, but I think I should continue on. I can't afford to get distracted and dawdle with such a long way to go. Holding yourself accountable, June. I like that. If I'm to be honest, of all the people I've gotten to know so far, I'm happiest that I've gotten to know you. Ben, before you go, I'd like to, well, if you're ever in the Chicagoland area, look me up, all right? I'd like to see you again. I mean, I hope I'll see you again. I hope so too, June. Yes, Mother, I made it. Safe and sound. You're sure you and Dad are going to be all right in the D.C. house? Yes, of course. I'll be over for the holidays. No, I haven't met a man. I just got here. Well, that's not entirely accurate. I did meet someone. No, no. He was a veteran I gave a ride to. That's all. Yes, I know how dangerous it is. Mother, please. I did give him my name and maybe I'll see him again and maybe I won't. But that's none of your business for the time being. Tell Dad I said hello. Pull yourself together, June. Just because you met a man who looks like Quentin and acts like Quentin, and now all you're thinking is, no. God gave you a brain, he expects you to use it. Especially when the heart's all used up. Now, where to begin?
Is this Helen Partridge? Who is calling? My name is June. June Barlow from... Volvo. Right. You. Why on earth are you calling me? I'm sorry, Helen. I... I just moved back to Chicago. Well, Evanston, really, and was hoping to reconnect with old friends. Talk we about... We weren't much friends, June. Our husbands worked together. We both went to the same cocktail parties. Not much else, and Los Angeles is a bit of a hike from Chicago. Look, I'm just trying to reconnect with everyone, and it's been a trouble finding trouble. people. Trouble? <laughs> you know as well as I do, that's all you'll have if Odar finds out you've been snooping around. My recommendation? Stop whatever you're thinking about doing. Now. But Helen, I... Damn it. Here's your tea, June. Let me check if George is still here. George, darling! June's here! George? June Barlow, our very dear old friend, is here! Hmm. He must have left already to go teach his class. University of Chicago. You know, a lot of Odar folks went there. You don't say. Oh, June, I was so happy when you called. We thought you dropped off the face of the earth after what happened to our very dear Quentin. Such a tragedy. But... Here you are, bright as ever, and that perfume. I've been dabbling in aromas myself. Figured I'd have some fun with my chemistry background. That's fascinating. And how are the others doing? I spoke to Gertrude, Helen, and Jill so far, but have had some trouble tracking down the rest of the old gang, especially that Esther Roberts. You know, I have no idea where Esther went off to. Disappeared when we all went our separate ways. You know, she was one of those Chicago gals too, but it's the funniest thing, you know, last week, there I was, talking to George about how, no, I couldn't go to the faculty function tomorrow. The second episode of The Lone Ranger was going to be on. When the phone rang, it was a reporter asking about Odar people just like you. Well, not just like you. But anyways, here we are, thinking about cowboys, and then this Mr. Gaines fella calls asking about science. Well, I, I couldn't tell him much because, well, you know how it is. A, a reporter? Do you by any chance still have his number? Sure. Took it down just to be polite. Hold on, I was around here somewhere. Oh, of course, right under George's hat. I told him earlier he looks exactly like Clayton Mornet, but he called me a big fat liar. And I told him, just you wait, you'll see him on the broadcast tonight. Identical. Come on, June. Just call him. Pump him for information. He's only a reporter. You've dealt with those types before. He's just a silly man who probably doesn't even know what he knows. Louis Gaines speaking. Hello, Mr. Gaines? I hope this isn't a bad time. I know it's late. I'm calling from Evanston. My name is June Barlow. Hello, ma'am. Can I help you? Oh, hello. I was just looking for an alumni directory. I wanted to reconnect with some old classmates. I can certainly go and check in our records. What year was it that you graduated? Ah, well, you see, some of these friends graduated a different year than me, but I can't recall the exact year. Could you perhaps look them up by name? In Esther Roberts, perhaps? I'll see what I can do, ma'am. Work with that man. Probably drop me the minute I tell him anything. Do it alone, like you've been. You can do this. I don't currently have anything listed for an Esther Roberts, but we did recently do an alumni feature on a... Hmm, 
Bridget Chambers, who graduated the same year. The photo of their class is on the wall over there. Ring a bell? Oh, there she is, right next to Esther, actually. How funny. Yes, could I grab her information? She might know how to hunt down my dear old Esther. New York? I knew this wouldn't be convenient, but Jesus, it's like chipping away at a mountain. Okay, options. Call her. Not ideal. Ask parents for a ticket. Ugh, too many strings. I could always... Mm, damn it, June, if you're Alice down the rabbit hole, you may as well take someone with you. I've thought it over. We'll have to be careful, Mr. Gaines. You don't know what they can do. I know it feels like we've hit a stone wall after Bridget in October, but at least you haven't had to host dinner parties with post-Pulva Wives Club. <laughs> they can't all be that bad. You've never sat next to Gertrude Klein on her third glass of wine. I used to be friends with these people, Lou. But now I've got this whole new perspective, listening and picking up any scrap of information I can get. But there's been nothing useful. We'll keep our noses to the ground, June. Check the papers. See if anything's been tied up a little too neatly. We'll get them, like you said. Any luck at your DC shindig? My mother's attempt at marrying me off to some middle-aged bachelor again. I've had to avoid a certain member of Paul Douglas's staff for several hours. Did you dig anything up? Unfortunately, not many people were in the mood to discuss government contracts and scientific exploits with a widowed woman over the holiday. Oh, listen, I've got to go. We'll catch up soon. Happy New Year, Jan. Happy New Year, Lou. I've got a lead on a post office in Colorado. Do you think that's where they are? Maybe. With a name like Point of Exile, it's a little on the nose. I'll call you back with what I find out. Barlow Residence. We have a collect call from Mexico. Will you accept the charges? Mexico? Who on earth? Yes, I'll accept. Please hold. Miss Barlow, can I call you June? Who is this? I'm just an interested party, checking in on your progress in disrupting a certain government organization. I'd say my friends call me Petra, but I'm fresh out of friends. But I intend to help if you accept it. And what would make me trust a voice on the phone? Quick on the uptake. I like that. I've been doing this for a while, Petra. These days I can smell them coming from 50 paces. I've left the employ of our mutual friends recently, and the skills I gained from them were attained at a high cost. I think you'll take my meaning when I say that I've seen my future with them, and it was not all that bright. I do take your meaning, and I'm sorry for whatever happened to you, but who's to say that you aren't still in their employ? If I was, they would have stopped you before you started. You're hitting dead ends, June, but you can still beat them. It's time you widen the circle. I'll think on it. Lou and I are partners, and I'd like to discuss this 
widening the circle. He's next on my call list. I'll let him know to trust your judgment. I already do. Well, I don't know about you, June, but I've crossed every other name off my list. If we're going to have any chance at success, we need her. If what you told me is for real, then we need her. After what she made me do, how could I possibly- Are you sure she's to blame? You know her better than I do. Either it was intentional or there's something else going on. And now what's more likely? <sighs> Fine. If you can track her down, if you can make a compelling case- I'll do it, June. We're close. <laughs> You're a maniac. Best of luck. Track down Sally Grissom, that high horse riding, garbage spewing, cakes no action freak. I can't believe he wants to. She's the reason why I'm here in the first place. Barlow residents, please don't tell me this is another call from Mexico. Those rates are ridiculous. Mexico? Who have you been talking to in Mexico? Oh. I beg your pardon. I thought, <clears throat> who may ask is calling? I know it's been over a year since our little road trip, June, but I was hoping you wouldn't forget me that easily. Ben? Oh, thank God. I really had to strike up the courage to look you up, and then as the phone is ringing, I realized that you might not remember me, and for a minute there you didn't, but now you do. I, I should start over. <clears throat> Hello, it's Ben Quigley, the man who hitched a ride with you last year. Also the man who would like to see you maybe for dinner? Uh, you've caught me at an interesting time, Ben. Oh, I see. Well, Ben, I'm sorry to have bothered you, Miss Barlow. Perhaps another time. Uh, have a nice day. I can cook dinner. Financially, going out is a bit extravagant, but I can cook, if you like. You aren't afraid of having some man over to your home? <laughs> ben Quigley, if you were going to do something drastic to me, you had an entire road trip to do it. No, I haven't had a guest over that I actually liked in ages, so it's no problem, really. Friday at 7 work? It works perfectly. Ben, you are downright <laughs> dastardly. What? I'd gone for months surrounded by these serious gray faces, pretending I too was a serious gray-faced man, and I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't tell if he was amused at my prank or happy that he finally had a reason to transfer me to another department. Either way, I'm happy to be done with neutrinos. Not really my thing, as it turns out. What on earth? Just a moment, Ben. Probably just a salesman. Or some Girl Scouts. At this hour? Hello, June. Mind if I come in? Been traveling nonstop for Mexico. Pet. Pet. Petrified to meet me? Excellent. Exactly the effect I was looking for. Sneaking up on people is kind of my thing these days. <laughs> Sorry it had to be you. Blue is way higher up on Odar's list of people to keep an eye on, so I didn't want to risk showing up in Delaware. How are you, June? Oh, it is a Girl Scout. <laughs> I'm not a Girl Scout. Yet another thing I've missed out on. Anyways, my name is Petra, and oh my god, you're Quentin Barlow. Uh, what? No, Petra. This is my friend, Mr. Quigley. Ben Quigley. Quentin. You kept calling me that during the road trip. What? No, I didn't. And this young lady just said Quentin Barlow. Hang on, what's going on here? June, this is Quentin. I've seen pictures of the original timepiece team. When we agreed to get the game together, I didn't realize... Wasn't he dead, though? Yeah, he was the reason why Odar never allowed weapons near the timepiece. Timepiece? Odar? June, who is this young woman? You haven't told him? Wait, wait, how does he not know? 
oh my God, your husband was a time traveler and you didn't even know it. And now you're trying to hide that from the earlier version of him so he doesn't end up going back and dying all over again? Wowza. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said all those things out loud. I've gotten way too used to talking to myself. <laughs> June, want me to call the police? This woman isn't making any sense. I think she might be disturbed. I... I need to show you something, Ben. Oh, this is all happening very fast, isn't it? Try living backwards for a while, about five years a year. Now that is living fast. Oh, it's really nice to be able to say these things out loud without Odar eavesdropping on every single phone call, you know? And you're walking away. Okay, I will follow and close the door behind me. I've asked Petra to stay in the dining room while I explain things. At least, the things about us. Please, just tell me whatever you mean to tell me. The reason why I keep calling you Quentin is that I was once married to a man by the name of Quentin Barlow. We met in 1943, married not long after. Never took to a person so quickly, really. We were relocated to Polvo so fast, we didn't even have time to get our own house together. Quentin worked on a government project, a machine that could move backwards in time. They called it the timepiece. Quentin was brilliant, and they saw that, and they used it. And then, the man that was my husband died. Murdered by a bullet that was fired the week after he died. I'll admit, June, that man bears a striking resemblance, but I, I, I don't- I know your favorite song. I know that you hate strawberries, and that you used to cut out your favorite crazy cat strips and used to use them as bookmarks. I do believe, even if I don't want to, that you are the man in the photo. And I am absolutely terrified that if they killed you once, they'll do it again. All right, let's say I believe you. How does that young lady out there figure into all of this? She's a friend. After you, after Quentin died, I had to lay low for a while, but this past year, I've been looking into Odar, looking into how to stop them from hurting anyone else. She's helped spur the investigation along. And there's a man, Lou Gaines. I've been working with him this whole time. I'm so sorry. This is a lot to drop on a person all at once. <laughs> yes, telling a person that not only is time travel possible, but that they're a time traveler. Oh, wait, no, not yet. Later, also that they have a wife who's upset about their death. Well, you're not technically dead yet. Right, of course. The death that hasn't happened yet caused said wife to go on a multi-year crusade to bring down the mysterious government organization responsible for that death. That, June, is a lot to drop on a person. What does Odar even stand for, anyway? Office of Developed Anomalous Resources. <laughs> of course it does. There's no easy way to do this. It's a bit all or nothing. So I've gathered. Are you a time traveler too? <laughs> Good gracious, no. I wouldn't go within a 10 mile radius of that infernal thing if I don't have to. Petra, on the other hand, I have a feeling she's used it quite a bit. Well, let's go and find out. You're not running for the hills? Look. Either you're two of the most interesting lunatics I've ever met, or you're right, and we're dealing with time travel. 
I said I wanted to be involved with the new frontier, right? Well, this is it. Plus, if you are right, I'd rather not die in 1945. Let's go out and talk to this Petra. That was a fun conversation. You seem to be a part of a lot of those. Keep an eye on him, June. I'm not saying that he's a turncoat or will be. I'm talking medically. Pay attention to his speech patterns. If he coughs, if he gets confused about the order in which things happen. Do you think he might have, what do you call it, butterfly syndrome? I'm not sure if there's an effect on people who have yet to travel, but the brain really doesn't take well to paradoxes. Yours did. And I paid an impossible price for it. At least you got him back. June, I'm never gonna see them again. You know, sometimes you sound so very young, and other times you sound older than I am. Yeah, well, that's pretty much how I feel all of the time. So, do you really think that Lou can convince Sally Grissom to help us? Oh, uh, sorry. Sore subject. We've only ever heard all the good stuff about her. Odar propaganda at it again. <laughs> yes, well, she brought them the timepiece on a silver platter. Though, June, I, I mean, I know you went through hell, but you know that Sally hasn't exactly had an easy time of it herself, right? And I'm not excusing anything she's done, but just don't throttle her if she shows, okay? Odar screws everyone over equally. Not equally. Point taken. Okay. <laughs> Uh, new topic. What do you think of using code names when we get the gang together? I was thinking I could be Strider or oh, 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 Mountain Shroud. Petra, when I said that you could use the guest room, I didn't mean for you to set up your own war. There's someone pacing outside your house. She looks like she might be talking to herself. Oh God. I'll get it. And now she's walking up the walkway. Nope, nope, she's turning around. Oh, wait, she's coming back again. Nope, never mind, changed her mind. <laughs> you think she'd get dizzy and oh, 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 now for the final approach. Oh my God, it's actually her. So. No mushroom canapes, I see. Lou called earlier. Uh, said the others should be arriving in a few days. Others! Yes! Awesome! Other people with whom I may interact. We can all interact. Draw up plans, take down Odar, and uh, all that jazz. <coughs> Butterfly syndrome? What? Oh, no, uh, just feeling really weird. You know, June, I didn't think we'd, you know, hug or anything, but I figured that words would, um, be exchanged and you would bring me up to speed on everything and this terrible knot in my stomach would untie itself and I could stop feeling like I was gonna throw up. God damn it, I really have the worst reversaries. Girl cannot catch a break. You haven't apologized. 
I'm sorry. Excuse me? I'm sorry. Look, June, I have spent a lot of time feeling guilty over my role in Odar and the timepiece and ruining people's lives because there is so much more that's happened that you have no idea about. I was practically Miss Havisham level not leaving my house for a while, so yeah, I am sorry. I didn't mean for any of this to happen, but I'm not here for a pity party. I'm not here to get yelled at. I'm here to figure out how to fix this. I have an idea that might work. We, we tried it once before, but then Nikhil, the man who I was working with, they got him before we could put it into motion. Nikhil? N- Nikhil Sharma? Yeah, you know him? I, um, I'm gonna make another cup of coffee. Does anyone want some? No. Okay, cool. I'm sorry about your friend, this Nikhil. Thank you. Let me be clear with you. I do not like you. My world is lesser with you in it and nothing you can say or do will ever change that. I know that we need you and you need us if we are going to pull this off, but we will never be pals, clear? Crystal. Good. There are also some other things that we need to discuss. I know, first we have to figure out how to break into Odar. Actually, we might be able to circumvent that if we got our hands on our own rainbow generator and maybe built one ourselves, but damn it, they probably have those papers under lock and key and Odar time agent bullshit, but what if, um, I, I wonder what Victor Lambert is up to these days. Probably still behind bars after the Christmas fiasco in Polvo, but it might be easier to break him out rather than getting the- Sally. Ah, there he is. I thought Petra said that the others weren't arriving for a few days. Oh, she meant Lou and his people. No. This is someone, well, I can't fully explain it, but you'll recognize him. Ben, this is Sally Grissom. Sally, meet Ben Quigley. It's a pleasure to meet you, Miss Grissom. I, how, it's Dr. Grissom. Ars Paradoxica was created by Daniel Manning and Misha Stanton. Episode 20, Hitchhiker. Written by Eli Barraza. Directed and produced by Misha Stanton. Featuring Hannah Trobaugh as June Barlow. Lee Satterwhite as Ben Quigley slash Quentin Barlow. Susanna Cavi as Helen Partridge. L. Jeffrey Moore as Lou Gaines. Leah Peros as Petra. And Kristen DiMercurio as Sally Grissom. As well as Lily Richards, Eli Barraza, Aaron Bark, and Az Gates, one of our supporters on Patreon with special thanks to Isabel Atkinson. Original music by Misha Stanton and by Eno Friedman Broadman. You can hear more at enoofficial.com or at enomusic.bandcamp.com. Come find us wherever we are on the internet. Our website, arsparadoxica.com, where you can find episode transcripts or grab merchandise at our store. You can also reach us anytime on your social medium of choice, at arsparadoxica, or at our email, arsparadoxica at gmail.com. If it's arsparadoxica, it's probably us. Ars Paradoxica is made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy what we've done here, consider leaving us a nice review. And if you can pitch in anything to help us keep the lights on, go to patreon.com slash and pledge to support us monthly. 
And finally, Ars Paradoxica is brought to you by the internet. Thanks, Obama.